was a rumble in the jungle once I heard dad was outside again counting birds And mama plugged in the nightlight and I saw the queen of the world Welcome to the Golden mama Hour Birth Podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. I am Liz, your co-host. And I'm Natalie, your other co-host. And tonight we have Hannah back on, and she is telling her second birth story with her second baby boy, Dean. Hi. Hi. Thanks for coming back. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. It's fun last time, so glad to be back. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) Well, since we already know a little bit about you, why don't you just, we can jump right in with you wanting to get pregnant with your second. Okay. Yeah. So let's see. Ben got to be a year, and we've always known we've wanted more than one, wanted more than one. And I knew I wanted them close in age, but not like Irish twins or anything like mm-hmm. that. So, yeah, he turned a year, and we decided to start trying after that. And same thing, I again, very, very lucky that I get pregnant easily, and we got pregnant pretty quickly. I think it was like just a couple months. Scott again was kind of like, <laughs> like, actually, after that time, I was like, are you ever going to give me like a, you know, excited, excited response, you know? Because I mean, he is excited, but it's always kind of like a, oh, holy crap. Like, all right, this is happening again kind of thing. <laughs> and I'm over here just like, just excited. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but. I get it. It's a big change. So, and that was, so, I mean, yeah, Benjamin's a July baby. And, you know, I've got pregnant August or September and Dean was due in June. So just one month shy of being two years exactly. And yeah, so we're excited for, for the next challenge, you know, the next chapter. I feel like after one or like coming up to one it you're like oh this is like a little bit easier and uh-huh. like yeah. yeah we could like add a second uh-huh. and so when the guys find out like uh, but it's kind of easy now <laughs> like, uh, yeah i don't want to go through the newborn haze again <laughs> oh, right <laughs> so so true yeah <laughs> you you know what to expect and which which hurdles are going to be the hardest and yeah, once they finally, why do we do that? Like, <laughs> once they're sleeping through the night, we're independent, and well, right back at it. <laughs> I'm just wondering how, like, it'll be having, like, the newborn with a toddler. I'll never. Right. Or, like, how other people do. I, I don't, yeah. I haven't gone through it yet, but I'm right. just like, you know, uh, you're never going to be able to enjoy pregnancy again. <laughs> yeah, it's like a different thing because you're also, like, experiencing it with. Your toddler, like mm-hmm. as my belly grew, I got to be like Arthur. Like, there's a baby, in oh, all right. He got really excited, and especially after she was born. I mean, you saw the pictures of him, Cute. baby. He's <laughs> like kissing the iPad screen of the picture of oh, with COVID, right? Be there, <laughs> baby. Yeah, yeah, that is true. It is, it is, it, it, and you know, it's different for every however old. Your firstborn is, I think it matters a lot because I don't even think we told Benjamin until like 
maybe a month before. Like, <laughs> he was so little. He, had, he didn't know to ask why my belly was getting bigger or, you know, like I didn't do a ton of prep work <laughs> with him. Oh, yeah, I'm not sure if Arthur got it. Right. <laughs> but it's cute, though. It yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. of course, like, I then would, like, kiss my belly and stuff. But, like, oh, this kid's going to rock your world. I have no idea. <laughs> but kind of the same, same symptoms with Dean. I was, I mean, with Dean as I had with Ben, first trimester. Couldn't do coffee, which was even worse with this one because... I was at home with Ben, <laughs> really used to my caffeine. <laughs> and yeah, the, the smell I couldn't even deal with. And I was just like, just really nauseous. But thankfully, like with Dean's snacking helped. Like as long as I could like snack throughout the day, I could stay on top of it. Mm-hmm. And I seemed okay. <laughs> right. And... That was my that was my biggest issue with first trimester with Dean. You know, tired, of course. I had to chase after Ben, which is much different than them working. But Ben was still taking a nap then, so I got a nap then. <laughs> Amen. Which I didn't get when I was working, so that was new and nice. But it, it was fun. I was just really trying, you know, you know, then you have the guilt. Of of introducing a second uh, into the family, you know, you see your firstborn and they're still so little, and it's like, oh, I feel like I'm ripping a piece of his childhood away from him, like having to make him share, you know. But and you just remember that they'll be buddies, you know. And I'd see him playing alone, and it was just like a good reminder of why we're continuing to grow our family, you know, so that he could have. A little buddy to play with, which yeah. happens now, you know. They yeah. they play together. There's a lot of screaming and sharing going on, but they're both getting the hang of <laughs> their relationship with each other and <laughs> it's going it's going well. Did you decide that you wanted to go back to the birthing center? Yes. So yes, this time around knew right off the bat that that I would go back there. Didn't even I haven't even been back to my OB because I still go to women's wellness checks there too so that was let's see when do they do your gbs test is that second trimester or third third trimester i feel like i feel like that was pretty big yeah but the funny thing is i got it at like first trimester like my first appointment they tested me and they're like yeah you have it from your urine yeah i don't because it can change throughout pregnancy you can go Mm -hmm. from being positive to negative Negative. So it's interesting that they tested you so early and then and then not again, I guess. But no, nope. they tested They were again. just like, huh, you're positive. Fascinating. Yeah. I thought it was the third trimester thing too. I was like, Are you getting tested now? Cause yeah, I mean, I definitely, I mean, I definitely don't remember getting it first trimester, at least second or, or third. But I, I do remember with Dean it being in the third because that was probably my biggest struggle. That I was negative with Ben, GBS negative, which is a just a bacteria that is normal in your just natural flora for people who don't know what it is. But it can be harmful to an infant for a vaginal delivery. So that is why they test you for it. 
And so this is my, really what stuck, like what I still remember the most from pregnancy because it really, I had to advocate for myself because I was positive and I wasn't with Ben. So I didn't know what that meant. And what that means is you need to go in early so that you can get, and you, were you positive? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's right. Okay. I remember from your story. Yeah. So you, so you've talked about this. So yeah. So you have to go in early when you start having contractions so that they give you an IV of antibiotic to kill off any of that bacteria that could harm your baby. So I found out I was positive, but I'm also allergic to penicillin. And so that led to a huge just rabbit hole of information because, first of all, I'm not truly allergic to penicillin. I was diagnosed as allergic to penicillin in high school when I had mono and I was given penicillin and my whole body developed a rash. Like I puffed up like a balloon. (laughs) And but I came to find out that you are not supposed to give penicillin to someone who's mono because it could give them a full body rash. Just that antibiotic with that certain virus, like it doesn't mesh well, which if there was a nurse here, they could go into more detail of that. But so, but, you know, my doctor and my parents were like, it's just best just to say you are allergic because there's so many other things you can use. And if they do like inject you with it and it could be really bad, you know, so I went my whole life saying, yeah, I'm allergic to penicillin. So finally, you know, they're like, okay, and then we'll give you penicillin. And I'm like, well, no, because I'm allergic. And that's when, you know, they told me they would use a different antibiotic. But I decided to research it more. And it's just not as good. And it required coming in earlier than than you had to for penicillin. You had to come in like four hours earlier. Yeah. Than the however early penicillin and i'm like this is the second baby first of all we've all heard that they come fast yeah yeah so i don't <laughs> know if it's gonna happen right i'm like i'm gonna have to wake up and just know that it's happening and then come in so immediately i i just started you know researching it and researching the different types of antibiotics that can be used and what was involved with that and like the percentage of how effective they were and penicillin is just the best so i told my midwives and i'm like you know i I don't think i'm allergic to penicillin and they're like you know but it's on your chart and like i i just really think you we should just go with the, the second option or whatever so then i you know they're really into peer review unbiased you know, science. So I'm like over here giving them all these articles and I'm like, but look at what I'm finding. Like, I just, I, I don't want to go that route, Mm -hmm. but they're giving me pushback, which is fine. And I get it. They don't want to, you know, they don't want me to sue them for yeah, killing me potentially or something, (laughs) you know, 
So that's fine. During childbirth. <laughs> yeah. So she's allergic to penicillin, but we're still going to give penicillin. <laughs> right, right, right. Just because she says she doesn't think she is. <laughs> so I get it. So, I mean, I really had to advocate for myself. And I mean, I, I went to, I came to a point where I was like, well, I want to get tested. But yeah, I remember there was something, some kind of, like, even that was hard. Like, finding someone that they would agree with or, like, that that it could be done soon enough, first of all, because I think I was due in, like, a month. And it had to be someone, like, they trusted or was within mercy or I don't remember. There was some kind of clause that even that was a loophole. Like, I had to jump through so many hoops in order to get this done. But I finally found an allergist who would do this for me because I think it was because I'm, I am, I was pregnant. And they're like, we're not going to test you for things that you're allergic to when you're pregnant. But she listened to, you know, my message I sent her saying, you know, I was diagnosed as this high school when I had mono and blah, 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 blah. I don't think I am. And I want what's best for my baby. And what's best for my baby is penicillin. So I want to get tested to see if I truly am allergic to penicillin. So she did. She said, okay, that's fine. Yep, we'll do it. And so I went to her office, did the test, and sure enough, I was negative. So they got to take that off of my chart, which just felt like a really big win for me because, again, I had never really had to advocate that hard for myself. I mean, I cried several times at certain points, just feeling like I was being forced into something that I didn't believe or that wasn't even true, you know? And I just needed, I needed them to listen to me and, you know, and we came to an agreement, you know, and I got tested. So it all worked out, but it was really hard. And I would say that was the biggest struggle that I had with Dean's birth. You know, other than that third trimester, yeah, sleeping was hard again. Not as bad, I don't think. You think Ben wore me out enough? <laughs> You're exhausted yeah. from a toddler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And <clears throat> so, yeah. How far along was I? Again, so with Benjamin, I had the fake labor for weeks. And I didn't have him until 41 and three. It's 41 and three days. And so I'm like 38 weeks. And that's about when it started happening with Ben. <clears throat> Nada. Nothing. Nothing so far. And I decided to go a different route. This time, you know, I did hypnobirthing. And, you know, immediately it was like, meh, not doing that. <laughs> didn't help me. <laughs> the first time. So that's when the birthing center started the Facebook page. And I was like really looking up like different mantras to repeat to myself and different methods of, of relaxing and coping with pain. And I decided to make a Spotify playlist of just relaxing yoga music. And I listened to that like every night, practice meditating you know, trying to fall asleep with it. Probably starting, I mean, really early. Like, probably the beginning of third trimester is when I started doing that. And, you know, research mantras and, you know, down, down, down was one. You know, the classic, 
my body was meant to birth my baby, just more natural-minded ones. But one that stuck out to me was counting. And counting down from 10 over and over throughout the contraction because you know a contraction usually lasts about 10 seconds and so that one like stuck in the back of my head i was like i can picture myself using that one so <clears throat> again no fake labor this time which was nice because that was a big pain in the butt <laughs> but you know here i am thinking i still have like three more weeks <laughs> since then made me wait so long that 38 and 6 days. It's funny because looking back, it was obvious. I was definitely in denial. (laughs) I don't know if the pandemic had anything to do with that because I totally forgot that it was a pandemic until just right now. (laughs) Was he born in 2020? Yes. Oh, (laughs) yep. So Dean was 2020, June 2020. I'm kind of backtracking here because I, again, kind of forgot about that. (laughs) Sorry. But... You know, things had been shut down for a while. By then, they had implemented. Thankfully, they had lifted the hardcore stuff of, like, not being able to bring anyone with you, mm-hmm. which, you know, I think I read that in, like, New York. I was, like, researching home births <laughs> in St. Louis. Yeah, <laughs> you said yeah. that, too. Yeah. I was, like, uh-uh. <laughs> like, Scott is my birthing partner. Like, I need him. He's coming in. I remember hearing that and just being like, just like that's that's insane. Can you imagine? Like those women were, I mean, I just feel so bad for them because that had to have been so traumatizing, especially if, you, if it was your first. Like I could have done it second time around. I knew what to expect, yada, yada. But oh, yeah, marriage still goes out to them. There was probably so many women that would do that or that had had. Their babies all by themselves. That's like back to the old age. You know, a whole generation was like traumatized. <laughs> but I do remember seriously looking into home births just because because of that. And thankfully, I think that only lasted like a week or two. And I got lifted. I was like, all right, I don't think they're going to be psycho. So I can chill. Still be with the birthing center. And even, you know, we kind of like, were recluses because if one of us tested positive, that was another way that you were going to have to go by yourself. So, you know, we were saying no to a lot of a lot of stuff at that time, just really trying to stay healthy. Not to mention, I'm like, I can barely change my sheets right now. Like, I don't <laughs> want to get some kind of lung <laughs> issue, like when I can barely breathe as it is. And so I don't know if that in the back of my head had had to do with maybe any denial that I had going on about the fact that I was in labor because I, mm-hmm. I did lose my mucus plug that morning, 38 and 6, June 3rd. And, but, you know, done my research, I'm like, eh, it can grow back. It can grow back. That night, you know, that day, nothing happened. That night, I threw up my dinner. Okay, I'll, nah, probably nothing. <laughs> like a sh- should an alarm should have been going off in my head. You lost the mucus plug and you're puking. Like next up, <laughs> but Scott was really. I don't know if he's gonna listen to this, but he'd be mad if I blamed him, which I'm not <laughs> blaming you. But 
He, our dog Luna, had like totally ripped her nail out. Yes. Plain. She's a big Frisbee dog. And so she was like completely wrapped up, needed drugs, like couldn't go on walks. So she was just really needing a lot. And I think he was having a little bit of anxiety about having someone watch her, you know, when there's so many specific things that she'd need. But still, you know, <clears throat> threw up. I was like, oh, that was kind of weird. Scott knew. And he was just like, oh, kind of weird. But then down. And we went to bed. And, you know, I was probably in bed for an hour. Half an hour, an hour. And that's when I felt my first contraction. In my head, fake labor. <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gotta be fake labor. I had it for like two weeks with Benjamin, like three. It's gotta be. Time them. They were like, yeah, every 10 minutes. I put on, I decided to put on my, my music and just try to fall asleep and relax. And I, I couldn't. I remember them getting, you know, stronger. And I decided to get up out of bed and go sit on my birthing ball in the living room, sing my music. And they were, they weren't super consistent. They were like every 10 minutes and then sometimes they're like six and then they go to eight and then they go back to, to 10, 12, you know, yada, yada, yada. So I wasn't even really tracking them. You know, I have that app or whatever, but I remember I decided to call the midwife and I was in the back room and I called and it was a nurse and I had Claire. Claire was on call, but she was currently, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, she's great. She was currently with another mom and she said, the nurse said she was going to have her call me back. I was like, okay. So this was like one maybe in the morning. So it had been like three hours. And after I hung up, I remember having a contraction. I was like, I should probably wake Scott up. <laughs> he hadn't even packed his bag yet. Because <laughs> again, we thought we had so much time. And so I did. And I was like, I think we, I think it's time to call your parents. I was so concerned that I would get there. And they would say, yeah, lady. <laughs> Second time around, like, you'd think you'd know, but you don't. So <laughs> I was I was so nervous about them coming up in the middle of the night, waking them up, having them come watch Ben, and then me coming home an hour later saying, yeah. sorry. <laughs> awesome. I know. It makes me think of Father of the Bride. Right? <laughs> exactly. Scout appreciates that reference. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> But so finally I woke him up and I said, I, okay, I think you need to call your parents. So he does, you know, says, yep, if we need to, we're going to head to the hospital here as soon as you get here. Okay. His parents are amazing. Very thankful for that. I am, I'm just, I'm, I'm, the contractions are, are pretty strong. By then, and I I know that I I'm having the baby. 
It's More happening. Familiar. You finally got there. Finally got there. <laughs> finally got there. <laughs> okay, so things really start to happen. <laughs> so he called his parents to come. And I mean, like, 10 minutes later, I'm saying, you need to call your parents and tell them we're leaving. We're going to leave Ben upstairs sleeping. They're 10 minutes away. <laughs> He'll be okay. Like, we, need gotta go. Go. <laughs> we need to go. So he does. You can tell with that second. Like, <laughs> oh, things are happening. <laughs> yeah. I felt him drop. <laughs> oh, when I was wow. in bed. When I was in bed. But I didn't know. I never experienced that with Ben. Because I think I was so numb. There's so much pain and pressure, yada, yada. That when it happened, I was just like, huh? What's well, kind of weird? <laughs> anyway, I'm in the hallway, which it's our bedroom, and then uh, the threshold to the stairs to upstairs, and then just a tiny little hallway, and then the bathroom. The just uh, no shower, half bath. And I, so he calls his parents. He says, We're leaving, and it, it'll be okay, but we gotta go. You know, she, she didn't realize how far along she was hangs up with them next contraction i'm saying call midwife call midwife tell her what's happening and probably call an ambulance and because i mean the contractions were so strong they just like they went i just felt like they went from like that thing to to transition and i felt up inside me and i was like He's caught me. This is the head. It's oh, <laughs> Scott. It's so good. He just had, you know, two phones, midwife. And he's like, yeah, she and she can hear me over the phone. And so she knows. Yeah. You know, during that next contraction. At some point, again, I just wanted to have a home birth. I swear, guys. Apparently, <laughs> I, I had put on a depends just thinking, like, if I did start leaking or whatever, I'm in my house. I don't want to clean it up. And I'm on this the little threshold, the stairs, and I'm holding on, and I'm like, yeah, he's he's coming. And so Scott's, like, on the phone with Claire, and he's on the phone with the ambulance, and he's, like, you know, going back and forth. <laughs> and I was not moving, you know. I think, I don't know if he asked if I went to the bed or something, but I was just, you know, he was, thankfully, there were a closet of towels behind him, and she's, like, telling him, you know, get towels, and my dog Samson. I think he stuck with me the whole time. But Luna was asleep on the couch. But during this, like Scott's like seems like really interested in what's happening down there. Like, you know, dogs. And so he's like pushing him in the bedroom, like, get out of here. She doesn't need you like for vagina right now. And yeah, so during that next contraction, my water breaks. So that was transition. What I felt was my water bulging, not his head. Oh. And after that, after my water broke, just, huh, that feels better, you know? <laughs> There's just so much pressure. It really felt like his head was coming down. And, okay, so then, by then, the ambulance has made it. The firemen have made it. In-laws have made it. Her whole life swarming it. I mean, oh if you guys how small my hallway was, you'd be like, wow. There were like 
seven firemen and yeah, two EMTs. And then my <laughs> in-laws were in the living room. And you know, the the EMT he's really trying to get me to get in the ambulance, you know, because they're not fully equipped if something were to be wrong. And in my head, I'm like, I just need you there to do CPR if something's wrong. Like, like in my head, I'm not even thinking about myself, like hemorrhaging or something, which I bled a little bit with Benjamin. I had to get, you know, a shot of Pitocin and stitches, but that's about it. So it wasn't in my head that that was going to happen. And so after my water broke and they're coming in now and he's like, do you think you can move? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think I can. Like, like I say I can move, but then I'm just not moving. <laughs> and I'm still kind of like clenching. And he's like kind of waiting for me to move. And my next contraction comes and I'm like, nope. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> like, this baby is coming, like, now. <laughs> and they, again, you know, I think I had another contraction. And he's like, can you, I, we should go. And I'm like, we're not going. <laughs> like, just prepare yourself. Like, this is happening. <laughs> and, yeah, I think from there, you know, I was, like, squatting i think my my father-in-law took a video a nice little <laughs> nice little vagina shot there but <laughs> of his head like is coming out and i moved to be on all fours i don't know why it was just like that's just what i wanted to happen so obviously i've totally blacked everyone out and just focusing on me he could still be asking if i want to go i don't know <laughs> And I am on all fours and I feel Dean starting to come out. The ring of fire, which if you guys remember, it's pretty traumatizing for me. Benjamin, I swear, as soon as I felt that, I could feel my body tense up with fear and I felt his head go back up. And I said, uh, uh, you're coming out like, right now. And I don't even know if I had a contraction, but I just like push as hard as I could. And sure enough, like he came out like in just one push. I mean, before that, my body was doing the natural pushing, you know, the ejection reflex, which I also had not felt with Benjamin. And, but when I felt that ring of fire, and I got scared and he went back up. I was just like, we're not, this isn't happening. Like, it's time. You're coming out. So, yeah, I, I mean, I pushed him out and I was on all fours. So I just made sure I was like, my pelvis was really low to the ground. And yeah. I just literally just assisted him onto the floor. And I uh, literally hopped over him to get out of the way. <laughs> you caught your own baby. <laughs> oh, my God. But not even really. I just like slid him out onto the floor. <laughs> Which I'm still kind of like, why did I do that? But I was just so afraid that he was going to come out and something's going to be wrong. Yeah. So I just wanted to be out of the EMT's way. Uh -huh. Like, let them do their thing. Make sure he's okay uh -huh. and he's breathing. And then I'll take him. But I, like, probably look like an Amazonian <laughs> woman, like, hopping over to the other side, <laughs> leaping over my infant child, like, umbilical cord still. Yeah. <laughs> 
it was got a shit. Is this still on video? By the way, Scott's like, where's Scott? Like, Scott's chatting with his mom and dad over in the living room with the second yeah, part my baby by myself. Uh, by, I, I feel like Scott, like, finally his dad was like, I think you need to go over there. He was like, oh, okay. Squeezing past all the firemen. And yeah, I just remember him like grabbing on my shoulder like, like he was there all of a sudden. I don't know what part. I don't know if it was. I think I'd already delivered him. It's kind of fun that I get to say that. But did Benjamin but yeah. wake up through any? No, of that? no, no. Don't you like love how that happened? I they're know. Fast asleep. I know. <laughs> yeah, there's like two fire trucks and ambulance, and I just love that whole part. Her bed like just literally hung out, watched yeah, watched the woman give birth. But <laughs> so I jumped out of the way, and they checked him, and he was okay. And they started handing him to me. I was just like, oh, my God, you're so cute. I just, like, remember him just looking so little. And, like, he had a perfect head. Benjamin's head was obviously a little cone, a little misshapen from being oh, stuck yeah. in my canal for so long. <laughs> he had, like, I think my pediatrician said Ben had the biggest hematoma she'd ever seen on his poor little head. Oh. But Dean did me so good. He did me so good. And I was just like, you're so cute. I just kept saying it over and over. I was just like, oh, crap, that just happened. Like, you're okay. I'm okay. And I'm just like immediately wanted to do skin to skin. So I'm like ripping my sweatshirt off, like pulling my shirt up, you know, no bra under. Again, these men are probably like, what in the world is happening? But I'm like, I want to do skin to skin. Of course. You know, putting them on me. And oh, yeah, I was just like, in shock that that happened shouldn't have been again from all the signs and from there so fast it's it was a 10 to 10 to 2 basically wow four hours yes yeah that's my second birth that's four hours right yes Uh, i would take that over ben's though (laughs) any day any day but yeah they don't they're not kidding when they say they do come they do come fast i really didn't believe them that it would be that fast wow but, you know, they, then they were like ready to cut the umbilical cord. And I'm like, I want to wait until it's, you know, it's done pulsing. And I understand that they were, you know, kind of rushing because we got a goalie. Right. <laughs> I have no idea what my bleeding was or anything like that. They didn't yeah. seem like it was an emergency, but they also probably didn't know what they were doing. I know they didn't know what they were doing because I asked them. But, you know, maybe he let 30 seconds pass and he asked again. Even the fireman was like, man, chill. It's okay. Like, this woman just gave birth. Like, <laughs> give her a break. For a moment. <laughs> Finally, he asked a third time. And I was like, all right, that's fine. Go ahead. And he didn't, he didn't wait until it stopped pulsing enough. Blood literally splattered. Like, there's so much pressure in the umbilical cord. It splattered. It looked like a sprinkler. (laughs) It splattered all over my sweater, all over the wall. (laughs) Probably on a fireman standing close by. And I was just kind of like, it's great. Thanks for that. Like, (laughs) I told you it wasn't great. I know, exactly. And, uh, you know, it was fun for my in-laws because they had never, like, got to hold one of their grandchildren that fresh <laughs> literally like a minute probably so they got to see him before we go and 
they're amazing because obviously we left a big old mess <laughs> for them in the hallway. <laughs> I'm still like, we texted them the next, they were like however many hours later, we're like, sorry. <laughs> Although they've had, you know, four children. So yeah. they've been through it. You know. In your own house too. Right, in my house. Yeah, <laughs> we, had, we had towels at least. <laughs> but they loaded me up on the, you know, on the, what is it called? Structure. Structure. Thank you. I was going to say. And. I kept calling it. I know. I know. Is that not the right term? I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like a dead. Like dead. Dead brain? <laughs> right. It's a good Structure. 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 Yeah. And they, you know, Scott's holding Dean and. And they get me in. And so, like, immediately when I'm sitting on the stretcher. I'm so uncomfortable. Like Did your placenta come out? Yeah. No. So I'm like sitting. I don't know. And I don't know why I'm so uncomfortable. But it, like I'm still having contractions and they hurt so bad. And, you know, they put me in the ambulance. And then he's saying he's going to give me an IV. And I'm like, why? I don't need an IV. And he's like, you just had a baby. And I roll my eyes, and I don't feel like fighting and arguing with this guy. But in my head, I'm like, just because you have a baby doesn't mean you need an IV. No, I didn't need I'm an sorry. IV with number one. But I needed another two. But just in case there was something really wrong, I was like, go ahead. Go come to find out, it was like an extra two hundred dollar charge later. I'm like, oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what about right? So I mean, I felt every single bump on the way and i i probably sounded like so mean to them and i don't mean to but i was just like in so much pain i was just like are we there yet because i mean it was like riding a horse bareback like i was just you know really bumping on top of my placenta Mm -hmm. and you know they don't know what they're doing they don't you know I even asked. I'm like, so have you ever delivered a baby? No. I can tell. And as soon as we get there and they're like unloading me, I just have a natural contraction. And it just like, I like kind of go on my side and it like plops out of me. (laughs) And I just immediately am like, oh, thank God. (laughs) That is what that was. And that needed to come out. (laughs) Claire was there immediately. She's so sorry. I'm like. Fine. Where did they bring you? Did they bring you to the? They they ER. brought me to the the, the drive and for the ER, and then oh. we went straight to the birthing. So center. they still took you. Then. Yeah. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Claire met us there, and then we all walked to the birthing center, and you know, yeah, I thought you delivered <laughs> in the hospital. No, you delivered at home. At home. Oh, I'm hallway. God. I know. I I can never sell my house. No, I can't. Still a special. No. I'm like, that's going to be a really cool story one day. Yeah. I have friends who are like, I told my hairdresser that story. And <laughs> what do I know? I, it is wild. Again, I don't know why I was in so much denial. And yeah, I guess I didn't expect it to go so fast. And it was just, I, I'm just very glad that he was okay and that I was okay. You know, I still had some bleeding. She was concerned. She didn't know how much bleeding I had, you know, earlier. And then, of course, GBS positive. Think about that. Didn't have 
time to go get that penicillin that I worked so hard for. <laughs> so we ended up getting put upstairs for two days so they could monitor. And then we we're okay with that. I, I did want to be home. I was like, I just I just left home. <laughs> Stayed there. I thought uh, the nurses loved hearing my story. Upset. Yeah. It was great because they were like, oh, you just gave birth naturally at home. I'm going to leave you alone. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> like, I'm good. Yeah. That time I really didn't need any medication. Like, I I felt fantastic yeah the body remembers yeah i feel like <laughs> yes thank the body is the score it's a bug <laughs> yeah. yeah i feel like with the second everything just happens quicker right it's stronger but yes. it's like yeah i just I, love that i felt the things i didn't feel with them the you know dropping into the canal all the natural reflex of pushing the being able to actually use my pelvic floor to push and knowing which muscles that was. That was just so wildly different. I was so unprepared with Benjamin for that, that I, I think that all really helped. Yeah. Definitely, you know, work on your pelvic floor, see a... Pelvic floor therapist. Well, yes, pelvic floor therapist, PT. I did that knowing that I had such a hard time with Ben. Mm-hmm. I did that with Dean, I think, during the second trimester at some point, you know. Mm-hmm. Went to a month's worth or just like four weeks worth of appointments and then just kept working on that at home. Mm-hmm. And I do think that helped a lot. So our chiropractor, we joked actually my chiropractor because she was going to the birthing center too. We both joked how we hope we just sneeze these babies out. <laughs> and she actually had her baby in the roundabout in her car. <laughs> they also didn't make it. To oh my God. Was well, that her little second or? Yes, second. Oh, my God. That's mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, like, can't even fathom that. I felt like I was at the hospital forever. Right? Yeah, and we were actually, so I was so, I just don't sleep well. I don't sleep well unless I'm at home. So we, you know, got to the hospital. We were born at 2.16. You know, got there maybe 2.30, but I didn't get, like, admitted upstairs, I think, until, like, 3.16 or something. That's when they count it. We got discharged at 3, whatever time it was, a.m., two days later. <laughs> yes, because I wanted to. Oh, I was like, get, how, what is the earliest I can leave? No, I was like, how early can I leave? And they're like, well, technically, like, 3 a.m. I'm like, okay, we want to leave at 3 a.m. Like, I wasn't sleeping anyway. Dean had, like, started cluster feeding immediately to boost my supply, I guess. And so, yeah, we we left as soon as we could. And I don't regret that at all. I was like, they were like, I don't think this has ever happened. And I was like, bye. (laughs) He's out. (laughs) I need to go home. It's hard to sleep there. Yeah, it is. They're always coming to check on you. Yeah, and even, even when they, like, backed off, you know, as much as they could. Still, the beds suck, man. <laughs> Upstairs. <laughs> yeah, I think they started checking me every hour. Yeah. It's still like three hours. Yeah. Still. yeah. Which I know they just like, they're doing their job. They're doing what's best for you. But it's like, honestly. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, that's what is most important right now, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> but. So yeah. how did you like process all this? Like, Man, I still am, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember being like, wow, okay, 
this happen. It again, I, I think it would have been harder to process if something were wrong, you know, mm-hmm. but it, it did happen so smoothly and yeah. everything came out okay. That it was, you know, easier for me. I mean, I still, for whatever reason, I'm like still a little embarrassed by it. I don't know why, though I haven't tapped into why I'm embarrassed. Don't know if it's the like, you should have known better. Like, yeah, you had the signs or, you know, I'm thankfully everyone's just like, no, that's badass. Like, you know. That's what I was going to say. You know, like, you're appreciative. I, awesome. I think I would have done like the abandoning my infant <laughs> jumping over them seems a little like prehistoric, <laughs> like <laughs> crazy, like. You should have like brought him up to me or something, but so I would redo that. I don't That's know. I wanted it. the. I really wanted him to be okay. I wanted the yeah trusted yes. medical yes. professionals to look at. Him. I know. Yeah. Still, I'm like sorry, <laughs> left you. <laughs> I think I'm just like wowed so by how fast you moved after. Because for me, I was like, right. <laughs> like there's no booty. because there's definitely adrenaline. Yeah. Now. There was definitely adrenaline in there. But yeah, it's it's a fun story. I don't want to do it again, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm not against home birth. I'm like, I already did it technically. And it would yeah. be nice to have it a bit, be more calm, you know, a little less chaotic, less people I don't know. Maybe prepare for it. Yes, prepare. <laughs> Maybe be in my bed. <laughs> you know. Tons of sheets and whatever. Don't have seven firemen. Empty there. <laughs> you like, can we take your phone? Yeah. <laughs> they go home, talk to their wives. I watch the lady give birth. They're like, what? <laughs> but a midwife present. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll try and make it there. Try to make it there next time. But, you know, amazing. Thanks. Yeah. And that's a I had no idea. This was my first time. I don't even think you told me. No, I just <laughs> story. I literally thought you gave birth oh, in the right. hospital, like in the hallway. Oh no, I, I did not know yeah. I was at home. Yeah, at home. Yeah, it was fun to talk to the neighbors. Oh, did you see the fire? Yeah, we had a baby. Oh, like what? <laughs> but you know, went home. Postpartum was easy. Thankfully, much easier than first less traumatic <laughs> but dean was harder dean oh man dean did not breastfeed you know with ben like i said it was pretty easy seemed to come naturally dean ended up having a tongue tie and a lip tie and he just like wasn't he was eating every hour i was triple feeding which is, you know, pumping and then bottle and then breast and then bottle and then pumping or whatever, whatever it is. I'm All thankful Scott had, yeah, Scott had three months off, which That's is amazing. huge. Yeah, That's amazing. Amazing. For that, I wouldn't have survived because he literally helped me so much because I was doing all of that. And, you know, Dean's suck was just so, so poor. That he would, you know, drink for 10 minutes and then wear himself out. So he was literally eating every hour, like an ounce an hour. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't take a bottle easily. And then, yeah, breastfeeding was much harder. Just didn't have a good latch because of the tongue. And 
I ended up seeing a IBCLC, Jen York. Oh, I saw her too. Oh, did you? She was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. She was. She was amazing. We ended up going to like Kentucky or something to see a dentist that like used a certain laser, which I still question though, you know, whether that was needed. I trusted her so much, but I also thought I was very vulnerable and I wasn't really thinking completely straight and I put too much trust into her versus, you know, my pediatrician, you know, was like, yeah, he has with tired tongue. I have someone you can send him to. But, you know, Jen's like, oh, I've seen so many relapses with everyone else. And you go to this person's so like, I did. We drove, you know, however many hours to go to this guy. And it did go well, but, you know, then the stretches are traumatic. And, oh, so tra- and it still didn't like, I got mastitis three times, left, right, left, which obviously totally depleted my supply. Just seemed, I cried a lot. Thankfully, yeah, Scott was there helping Ben. Like, he was mostly in charge with Ben. And it just seemed like Dean getting older helped the most. Yeah. Because, you know, I feel like if it was truly a tongue and lip tie, it would have been, like, cure. Like, his issues should have cleared up immediately, Mm -hmm. but they didn't. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely some other stuff going on. And I just feel like, yeah, it's hard to get that support. You know, even like, I, I like my pe- pediatrician a lot, but I, I feel like it's like you go in and yeah, they're, they're like haven't gained enough weight or whatever. And it's like, well, keep trying. It's like, I mean, yeah, we are, we're doing everything we can. And I knew we were, but I think it was just hard. And I wish there was more of a explanation. Or that I knew the like real reasonings and real answers, but I just I feel like the tongue tie and lip tie is such a. I mean, I'm sure they have it, mm-hmm. or whatever. But is that really the issue? And like, it's just such like a easy diagnosis, right? These days, and we had it with Arthur, mm-hmm. and it was like I felt the same, very vulnerable, like. Okay, whatever you say, I'm just gonna do it. Right. I remember talking to my dad and him being like, "Let's." Like, before you go and do this procedure, like, let's think about it. I was just like, well, he needs it. They right. Like, he needs it. Right. I have to do this. And we paid out of pocket for it. Yep. I mean, it was, it was tough. Mm-hmm. And then I recently found out, like, the whole triple feeding. Mm-hmm. It's not, you're not supposed to do that, like, mm-hmm. long term. It's not, right. it's not a solution. Yeah. It's supposed to be like, like, you are doing that with a goal in mind. Right. Like you are supposed to have like an end date. Right. Like once this happens, then you stop doing that. Yeah. And if it's not working, then you try something else. Right. Like I remember just doing that oh, so long. Yeah. That was like, yeah, it was like a month. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I feel like we didn't stop until like two months, two and a half months of doing that. And I, and I wasn't even like against formula. I mean, I would have been so glad if he would have taken formula in a bottle, but he was so, he just wasn't taking like anything. So I was like, I mean, I, I felt like I had to do that. And then even with Ben, Ben, I stopped breastfeeding at like four months, but then I pumped until a year and pumping is a circle of hell. I'm just saying. So then having to do it like once an hour with Dean 
really did put me like in a bad place because I just, I hated it so much. And for some reason I, I told myself I had to do it with Ben. And I do think like first time moms kind of are a little stubborn with that for whatever reason. And then, you know, thankfully we come to our senses with a second time and it's, you know, if it's too, if it's making your life too hard, formula is great. Like babies thrive on it, you know, give it to your baby rather than totally deplete yourself. And I'm, I'm glad I'm at that point now. And yeah, I, I was even with Dean then, and he ended up being a formula bottle baby, but it was a long road getting, yeah, not looking forward. I'm like, number three, don't do me. Don't do me bad. Don't do me wrong. Come on. It's like, I had such a perfect delivery, like in a sense. I'm like, in the postpartum or like nursing infant stage was like so rough. Yeah. It was opposite for Ben, so. We'll see. That number two always throws you for a loop. I know. I do. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it got better. And yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think I'm still, sorry, working through Dean's first few months. Yeah. Just because it, it was just kind of like a WTF. Like, what was that? Like, in the moment and after, even now, you know, he just turned two and I'm still like, dang. Because <laughs> that was your first experience with having issues. Yeah. With breast. Right. Even though it was your second child. Yeah. And and even then it was like, because, you know, Ben, I, I saw a lactation consultant for, for little stuff and, you know, stopped breastfeeding at four months because he hit the, you know, strike zone or whatever. And then that's when I got into the deep of spending a million dollars on pumping stuff and <laughs> uh, adding in a remote start for my car so my boobs wouldn't fall off in the winter. <laughs> God, my boobs need that. He didn't question it, thankfully. But breastfeeding is not free. No, dang, it's not, not, not. I mean, maybe if you're very lucky unicorn boobs and a unicorn baby <laughs> it's not common <laughs> no. yeah those gemini's because <laughs> he's june 4th right yeah june 4th i'm the fifth yeah so yes i just get it we just we just do what we need to do <laughs> even to this day yeah yeah that's an accurate description <laughs> yeah so june 4th and july 4th Oh, oh well, thank you. Yeah, I just, they made it easy for me. You to remember her. No. Yeah. Definitely. And see if um, this one's December for it. Right? That'd be that would be Guinness World Record. I think I'd sign up for that. Yeah, <laughs> trifecta. Yeah. <laughs> or like maybe I'll just do plan a C section just for my memory's <laughs> sake. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, that's amazing. Well, Hannah, thank you so much for sharing your thank second Thank you. Birth. Thanks for having me. It was a wild ride. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It is It is a lot of fun to re relive, you know, mm -hmm. bring up the good and the traumas. Just get to go through. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it's nice to talk to, you know, other moms. And I think we 
takes a village to raise a kid. It also mm-hmm. takes a village for, you know, moms and mental health and Absolutely. all that. So, yeah. Yeah. Being open to it is good. Yeah. It's perfect. For photos and more information on Hannah, check out our website, the Golden Hour Birth Podcast.com. You can also find links in the show notes to follow Hannah, Natalie, and Liz on Instagram and Facebook. There are also links for great resources there as well. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share with your friends and family. And please, please give us a five star rating on Apple and Spotify so that more listeners can connect with us. And we'll see you next episode. Bye.